and welcome to What's On at Cineworld Cinemas, the podcast version. I'm Ollie Davis. I'm Dan Layton. You said that in a little Taylor Swift way. I, what? Like, huh? like Taylor's releasing her album's like album title, Taylor's version. Cineworld Cinemas, ah. podcast version. I yeah. enjoyed it. Well, you know, that was my third attempt to yeah, stay in the I didn't want to bring it up the show. to the podcast. That, that, that was your one and you nailed it on the first mm. try. No, there was something tripping me up about that very easy sequence of five words. You know, it's it's a morning time for us. It's also a Luke thing. It is. When I do these shows with Luke, yeah. When, I yeah. don't do that. He does the talking. Well, there bits. was a moment, there was a brief moment in preparation for this week where I thought I was going to have to be in charge and there would barely be a podcast left. Have you ever done that? No. Yeah. I've ever been in charge of something. Do I look like <laughs> the kind of person who would be trusted with things? No. <laughs> uh, because I just show up and look pretty. And, and talk. And, and I struggle at both of those things. Mm-hmm. Well, no, you, you manage, for, you know, because we spoke about this. You and Luke, yeah. you love a natter. <laughs> I, think, I think this episode's going to be really easy to edit because it's just all killer, no filler. That's it, that's it. Boom, boom, boom. Hang on. We love a chat, but it's never filler. As opposed to the uh, Apocalypse Now Redux version. <laughs> the, the sort of shooting to final release Director's ratio. cut. Yeah, you know, we love it. We love a little chat. There's lots to talk about in life. Well, should we get in with today's show? Because it is a big one. It's the release of Black Panther. We've got loads of extra little things Mm. that we've done around this. So enjoy the podcast. movies come out. It's time once again for everybody to come aboard the Marvel train. I I feel like these should happen every two months. Yeah, it's been it's been a good a good run since July, hasn't it, with Thor: Love and Thunder? But July, August, September, October. Mm. So it's only really four. That's months. a while, and we had a whole stretch without them for a little while yeah. before you know during during the dark times. But we're back with the, with a, another. Another classic of the genre. We had a Black Adam uh, interim period as well. So if you were having your superhero fix. Huh? Different franchise. Correct. But yeah. it was still a superhero fix. It wasn't a Black flashy. Panther spin-off. That's true. It wasn't just some guy called Adam. It was... <laughs> in the Black Panther universe. <laughs> no, it wasn't. But well, yeah, I would watch that. Black Panther Wakanda Forever is out now mm. in the UK. Take that, US. I know. We get it back again We're first. very special, you see, over here in the UK. Uh, and the reviews are saying it is quite something. Certified fresh. They are They are uh, very much thumbs up. Mm-hmm. I'm very excited. I have my tickets booked for IMAX, first screening available, right in my in my preferred seat on the aisle. So I've got on space for my legs. I have my seat booked for the 12.30 Sunday showing in Cineworld's Leicester Square venue Ooh, in the IMAX. That's where I shall be Isn't tomorrow. Yeah. yeah, my, my favourite screen of all. Yeah. Um, but the it's a difficult one to watch, probably, because, of course... There is a fictional passing of yes. the titular character Black yeah. Panther because of the very real-life passing of Chadwick Boseman the other year. Mm. I think this is fascinating because I'm always looking at things from a wrestling perspective. Right, yeah. Stick with me here. And <laughs> no, I, I kind of know where you're about to go with this and I'm on board. There's this philosophy in wrestling where the best, most emotionally impactful storylines are ones that draw on real life. Mm. So when you use real life stimulus, like someone passing away or yeah. a real life backstage dispute, and you bring that into the, the fictional verse, mm. it's like 
it just heightens everything because there is an underpinning yeah. of reality. Because, it, because it, it, I mean, filmmaking is an art form and these creators put their, their soul into, into making it. And Black Panther especially was such a cultural moment mm. and meant so much to many people. I was at the premiere of Black Panther and it was such an electric night. I'll never forget it as long as I live. Um, and then, you know, so, to see what this movie and it's the, the, the culture just woven throughout all of it, the, the music, the costuming, the production design, and it, and it meant so much to this group of people mm. who made the film and then so much more to a community as a whole. And then you carried that through to um, when, when we got the devastating news of Chadwick passing away, uh, the first thing I thought of was being at the Infinity War, uh, no, the Endgame screening, when, you know, spoilers for Endgame, but at this point, I think it's okay. Um, when the, the portals opened up mm. and, and the first thing you saw is, is Chadwick and, yeah. and the audience chanting back, it was such a, I, it moves you so much to see how much this character and this, this, this franchise in particular means to people. So not only is the, is the loss of Chadwick a, a, a grief for the world, it becomes a grief for this family who make the film and that then channels into the film what kind of forever yeah because the film's subject is that mm. they're not like beating around it no. or recasting because you can't no. can you because of that exactly what you said that reality is is so much part of the fabric as well i feel like in another time maybe they would. yeah they would have yeah um so this is a lot more holistic and it's mm. a it's not just us grieving. We are that the characters on the screen, these mm. fictional characters, are also grieving. And I don't know if if anyone's you know emotionally stunted. Not me, of course. <laughs> but sometimes they find it safer to explore their emotions mm. through fictional stories Big and time. how other characters yeah. on screen deal with things. Yeah. So it's 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 going to be quite a unique viewing experience mm. and a first for the Marvel Cinematic Universe, mm. which has had so many firsts. I mean, just think of every time I've seen the trailer and every time yeah. Angela Bassett delivers her lines in there, and I'm just so drawn in by that alone, and then the the atmosphere and the and the the sort of energy and the the sentimentality in the trailer alone. Imagine that in the film itself, and it, and mm. it seems from from all the reviews that have been piling in that they do uh, it, it it is meeting the moment. You yeah. Know? Yeah, a both tough but rewarding watch. I think I'm in the best so I'm way. so ready to mm -hmm. to experience it, and I think it's going to be a kind of experience that you're going to remember the kind of cinema going experience that you talk about in years to come. I think there's also because it is a Marvel movie, mm -hmm. the claims that and let me get this quote right. It's the best post credit scene in Marvel history. Oh, I hadn't even thought of the post credit scene. We all I feel I feel like we get this with every Marvel movie. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, well, I, I Black Adam had a post credit scene that was you know, quite something. So this is exciting. It's it's the best post credit scene in Marvel history. That is a big sentence. Yeah. Well, the premiere was at London's Leicester Square, Cineworld, uh, last week. Here's a video to show you what went down. We are here at Cineworld Leicester Square for the Black Panther Wakanda Forever premiere. Let's go meet some of the stars. I'm a Londoner, so this is like home, and I've never seen it looking so amazing and exciting. I mean, we could have chosen any one of these cinemas, but we've chosen Cineworld. Reconnecting with everyone, um, creating beautiful, fun scenes, but also scenes that really um, 
honour my brother as well at the same time. I think films like this do warrant seeing it on the big screen because when you are surrounded sound-wise, vision-wise, the whole experience when the floor is shaking, that's pretty special. Watch it with an audience to go through all of those emotions of laughter, joy, pain, grief in an audience of strangers is uh, invaluable. Great storytelling. You don't want to see it on a smaller scale. You'll, you'll be like, dang it, I wish I'd watched that for the first time on a really big screen. Have you been to Screen X in before? How would I know if I have? Well, this is, I've got, a, I've got oh. an image for you. Oh! That's, oh! I think that's going to be the full experience. <laughs> that's like going to be like being there because it doesn't matter where you look, you just are surrounded by Wakanda. Oh my God! So literally you're watching three skis, this is all in surround sound. That's amazing, come and watch it on Screen X. Not at the premiere. Oh, I was in spirit. You I were was, there in spirit. No, no, I was in Leicester Square. Oh, really? So you got to see all the glitz and glamour. I saw so many people dressed up in full Wakanda gear. The, the whole vibe of that premiere Very looked cool. so much fun. It's always a fun time. I hosted the Rampage premiere with the with nice. the person in Leicester Square with the with the Rock. Uh, he didn't speak to me, but I did melt when he walked past me. He's very mm. big. Um, but that's not all. Oh, because we got to speak to one of the film stars, Lupita Nyong'o. It was really quite a memorable uh, premiere. The English <laughs> brought out their party guns and uh, it was a lot of fun. It was a lot of fun before the film and after the film and to see how, to witness how people were moved by it, responded to it was extremely encouraging. It's always good to be in a, in a foreign um, country in a foreign city and to feel just the relationship and the relevance of what we've done around the world. The one thing I hope audiences take away from this is, I said, I think hope. You know, our film explore, explores how we move forward after a great loss um, and we see the characters experiencing grief in very different ways, processing grief in very different ways, but ultimately kernels of hope planted as they put one foot in front of the other. And I hope the audiences feel that. Uh, I've had someone walked out of a screening and said to me, you know, I cried a lot, but I don't feel heavy. I feel buoyant. And that would be what I, I, I want most people to feel after watching this film. I love her. She's so, she's so good. Mm. She's one of the best actors of our time. We are lucky to be in her group. You're going to see Black Panther in I am. IMAX. That's true. I'm going to see Black Panther in IMAX. Mm -hmm. But there are so many other great formats to watch this movie in. Bountiful numbers of formats. When I was booking my tickets, it was like, which one do you want? It's, it's, a, it's spoiled for riches. There's, of course, IMAX. Yeah. There's 4D. Oh, yeah. Where you get stuff thrown at your face. Don't get super screen. I haven't. But there's also... Screen X. Oh, come on. And we sent some influencers to go and enjoy the trailer to see what that's all about.
I had an amazing experience watching Wakanda Forever in Screen X. It was incredible. Black Panther, Wakanda Forever in the Screen X is absolutely incredible. Like normally you go to a cinema and you just watch what's in front of you. Yeah. But this is all in your peripheral vision. It's everywhere. There was a, at one point there's a whale and its head is there and its tail's over there. You're just seeing everything. With Screen X and Wakanda Forever, you've got 60 minutes extra. Stuff that you wouldn't see in a normal cinema. So the side, left and right, you're actually seeing more than what everybody else would see. I think it's just more immersive. Everything surrounding you, you feel like you're really in it. Like all the action shots, feel like you're only there. It's a Marvel film, right? So you know it's going to be like big visuals. Or taking it in like fully, like your whole like, field of vision is immersed. It's crazy. Black Panther Wakanda Forever. Like I'm going to go see it anyway, but I'm definitely going to go see it in this screen now. For me, film is, is an escapism. So to be able to be in a room where you feel like you are part of that film is definitely like ticking all the boxes. You actually feel like it's all around you. You know what I mean? Like the peripherals like this. <laughs> Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever. Wakanda Forever! Also out in cinemas this week, we've got Watcher, One Piece Red, Bros, Black Adam, The Banshees of Anishirin, and Lyle Lyle Crocodile. Let me tell you, this week there is truly something for everyone. That is a phrase that gets used far too many times, but this time there absolutely is. You've got your horror movie, if you're fancying it. You've got your, your nice sort of classic, mm, some cine literacy with, mm. with Banshees, mm, lovely, lovely, with Banshees of Inisherin. You've got your family flick with, with Lyle Lyle Crocodile. You've got a lovely bit of anime. If you're, if you're inclined to go and see anime on the big screen, it's always so beautiful. I saw Akira in IMAX mm. at Leicester Square. It was a dream. Uh, lovely to see some anime on the big screen. If you want a rom-com, you've got bros. You've got your superheroes with, with Black Panther, with Black Adam. What a week. What a week it is. It's like pick and mix. It is movies. like pick and mix with yeah. movies. So yeah. celebrate with some pick and mix. Yeah. And that's not all. Oh. Because on Thursday the 17th at 8pm, there is some event cinema with event. Liam Gallagher's Nebworth 22 performance. And tickets are on sale this week for Matilda the Musical, which I saw a few weeks ago. Absolutely dreamy. You're going to have a great time. It is the perfect movie for the run-up to Christmas. Um, and, and if you're like me, you'll probably have a cry. So book those now. And for our unlimited card holders, we also have unlimited screenings on the 22nd of November, Summering, which is a coming of age tale, and Sundance favorite, A Love Song on Tuesday the 29th. seen the Avatar trailer. Oh. Do you want to hear, podcast listeners, me react to this trailer? I, I mean, I absolutely do, and I'm sat next okay. to you, so. Okay, all right. Will you, because it's a podcast, will you describe water. it as we go? Yeah, yeah, this is, uh, it's blue people in blue water. I'm yeah. surprised you can see them. Well, I mean, this is it. This is the beauty of, uh, of James Cameron's cinema. Uh, they are looking very happy. Of course, the the Navi. Yep, Navi have big eyes. They do. So they always look somewhat surprised. Have you seen Avatar? Yes. <laughs> I just said Navi. <laughs> you did, yeah. I see you, not just Avatar. That's true. Mm. That's true. I see. It was lovely. Well, again, it's still very nice, isn't it? Well, it's Sam Worthington has had a a, a tiny 
tiny avatar person. <laughs> Navi. All of the uh, story stories that are coming out at the moment is how much of this is a, a family story. It's a generational story. Yeah. Um, and obviously the first one was a, a very clear parable. Oh, a giant whale. Mm. <laughs> They're just like, yeah, bit of father-daughter time. This is just mostly beautiful. It, that's the thing. Does it look like a painting? Oh, where was she going? That was that was in the tree with the thoughts. Oh yeah, you know when you connect your hair to the thoughts. I do love it when the navi ride on oh, animals on with spears. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So no, no human presence. Ah, this was the thing. This was what me and Luke talked about. Didn't see any human presence in this, and then there was a moment where there was a little bit of it, and it was just them. Yeah. Oh, it looks like they meet another navi race. Another tribe. Yeah. They see each other. I mean, it's it's one of those trailers that gets across a vibe more mm. than a much plot. This was the the real human thing, but then when it was looking at it slightly later on, I, I wondered whether or not we actually were seeing humans, mm. or if it was just that oh. the, the Navi had taken the human technology. Oh, you know? interesting. I don't know. I think I think it's a really smart trailer to, to show you just uh, just enough, but not too much. I, I I'm it is stunning. Yeah, free really moment there. Everything looks because. There's, because there's no, like, real human to jar you out of the Uncanny Valley. Yes. Everything seems computer-generated. I think that's, that's going to be for the benefit. It almost feels more like an animated movie, mm. but just a really, really, you know, crisp and, and photorealistic animated movie. God, that's crazy. It's out yeah. next month. I know. I feel I know. like I've been reading about this movie for... Years. years yeah, yeah. absolutely uh, and it's this is the thing is is it, life comes at you pretty fast because i was thinking this with the with all the marvel movies this year mm. it feels like it's been ages between them but then they creep up on you yeah you see that trailer and it gives you a date and you're like whoa well that's all we've got time for on today's podcast episode i hope you i, I conveyed the beauty of avatar with going oh wow i think you do <laughs> with every breath uh, but please, subscribe to the podcast version uh, if you haven't already. I don't know how you're listening to this. Usually you subscribe and then listen to a podcast. Sometimes you just find it. Maybe just do a little one episode. I'll give that a go. Put uh, so saved. the call to action still works. Yeah. So do that. Go and check us out on YouTube. But for now, I've been Ollie Davis. I've been Dan Layton. And that was What's On at Cineworld Cinemas. Cinemas.